Yo, this hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We're talking about life and life to stream right to you from the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, because there it is. Welcome to the There It Is Podcast, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Thanks so much for joining us today. We have a special pop talk episode about the Super Bowl and particularly about the commercials and the halftime show, because that is what is most important when it comes to the Super Bowl, right? Right, comedian friends? That is such a stereotype. We actually do care about the game. But Rob is a Vikings fan, and Trey is a Washington fan, and he kind of pulls for the Carolina Panthers, I guess. I was pulling for Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs because ultimately I'm pulling for Heidi Gardner. But we don't talk about the game here. (laughs) Rob makes fun of Jalen Hurts just because, well, you'll hear why he makes fun of Jalen Hurts. But we mostly spend our time talking about our favorite commercials, our least favorite commercials, and Rihanna's, or Rihanna's, halftime show. No one has decided what we all are going to land on when it comes to how we pronounce her name. But let's just get right to it. Here's my chat with the Of The Show boys. Of The Show fellas, you're here. Welcome, brother of the show, Trey. Shine bright like a diamond. (laughs) And a best friend of the show, Rob. Come on, rude boy, boy, can't you get it up? Come on, Jalen Hurts, can't you throw a touchdown? I'm just kidding. Too soon. <laughs> whomp, whomp, fly, Eagles. Girlfriend of the show, Justine, is not with us tonight. It's just the of the show boys. But uh, we'll still hold it down. She says hello. I'll say that. She does say hello. So we're going to talk about the Super Bowl, obviously. We're going to talk commercials and we're going to talk the halftime show but first we are going to talk about the flash trailer because it's out the full trailer is out now and it's probably the most discussed project for reasons other than the film itself (laughs) it's more about the fact that it was released yeah having seen the full trailer and not just the clip that showed they showed during the Super Bowl. I'm not surprised that they decided to release it. Yeah. It's pretty obvious why they decided to release yeah. it. It's awesome very good. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, there's there's two words why they're gonna release this. It is Michael Keaton. Right. Well, I mean, they're not they're not releasing Batgirl though. Oh well. So unfortunately. But I would say there are three words. It's money, money, money. Or you can go with the fourth one. Or and then make it OJ's. Yeah, make it OJ's. Uh, yeah, it's, it looks very good. I know that it's, in many minds, it's problematic to have Ezra Miller lead this movie. Some people don't, I don't think, know that the reason they, that's Ezra's pronouns, or they them, were in the entire movie and they filmed, what, the all of the film? Did they film <laughs> all of it? But you yeah, know, they had so, gotten all of it done. Yeah. So when this controversy came out, the likelihood of recasting, and we've said this on the podcast before, slim to none because other people who've been recast 
they made up 12 minutes of the film or 15 minutes of the film. It's not something where they make up two hours of the two hour film. So it wasn't likely that they were going to be able to do that for this film. Maybe they'll do that in the future. And who knows what's going to happen with the future of the DCU since they have a new guard there since this movie was being developed and filmed. But that's the reason this movie is still coming out because at the end of the day, Warner Brothers still wants to make money. And this looks like it's going to be a pretty big money maker for them. Yeah. What were your thoughts on the on that trailer or on even this the spectacle around it? We'll start with you, Rob. I mean, like I knew they were like I know Michael Keaton was in it, but just seeing it, I didn't realize like how much I wanted to see that. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm like, because mm-hmm. I'm you know, I'm iffy on Burton. I'm not a huge Tim Burton fan, but I do like the original Batman, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just like seeing it, it was like Oh, I'm eight years old again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like Michael Keaton was the coolest human being in the world to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And he's, it looks like better fight scenes than he got in those first two movies. Yeah. Right. He couldn't even turn his head originally. In the- yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like the fight scene where he does the uh, move. Uh. <laughs> just his hands straight sorry, up. Sorry. I know karate. this is not an audio podcast, but I'm like throwing my hand up and like a wave. As the movie does against the guy who does all the karate stuff. <laughs> no, I th- I mean, like actually watching the full trailer, I kind of interested in watching it. I, yeah, I can just imagine like somebody else's. I'll just think of like the guy from what's his name? Grant from the the Grant Gus. Grant Gus. Yeah, I imagine him as the Flash like the whole time I'm watching the movie. But that actually looks like a DC movie I want to see in the theater. It looked yeah. pretty good. So yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if Grant Gustin makes a, an appearance just because Ezra made an appearance in Crisis oh, on appearance. TV. Yeah, when they did the did that on CW. Yeah, and it was a fun mm-hmm. and funny scene and very nice that they the two actors had that moment because there was actually a lot of controversy when Ezra was cast uh, among some because they felt that Grant Gustin should have gotten it. And people have just pitted them against each other. So it was nice to see them being being chummy when that happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like the onset pics of them like being arm in arm and so happy. And they, they both said nice things about the other. It was a nice moment. But Ezra has had some issues, obviously, and hopefully they deal with those issues appropriately. And honestly, that is from a seeing humanity point of view. That's what we should want is for Ezra to get better and, and well and not do any of the things that they did or causing harm to themselves or anyone else. So, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately that is what we should want. And if they accomplish that, then why wouldn't they be able to continue to work? That mm-hmm. is supposed to be the point, right? That they don't behave that way anymore. And if they get there, it's sort of like, someone who did their time in prison and they got out of prison like they did their time we gotta move on we can't judge this person anymore trey did you have any other thoughts on the trailer and the the film i thought it was awesome looking like it pretty much what rob said that it just was like it made me excited to see it yeah mm-hmm. and and what was in the little snippet that aired in the super bowl that was also in the long trailer it, I, it was still exciting watching it in the long trailer even though i saw it Right. Which was Michael Keaton saying, I'm Batman. Yeah. (laughs) So dope. Yeah. I put down, I put down on my notes, just an exclamation points, Michael Keaton. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, and it looks like, 
I don't know if this was the intent. There's a chance Christian Bale is in it. So that, that was that the bat pod. That looked the like the Tumblr. Or the bat from the Tumblr. Yeah. Yes, from Dark Knight. I thought the same thing both times seeing that clip. And I don't know that they would reveal it that way if they're not going to confirm it. But I, I don't know. Actually, they maybe they would because they would get the internet talking. I don't know. I mean, it could just be that we think it's the same motorcycle and it's just they can only do so much with motorcycles. I don't know. Or it's like a multiverse where it's a different Batman yeah. who's got a similar tech or something. It could yeah, be but, Batfleck. It could, it but, could genuinely be Batfleck. But I think it could be fair to wonder about that because literally they make a big deal, even in the original, the, the preview on the Super Bowl showing the, the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. The OG yeah, the Michael, the Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton Batmobile. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The only other thing I'll say about the movie, and it's just about promoting movies like this in general, is it? Had, I had already seen the rumor that Zod was going to be in this, Looked so cool. I wasn't shocked to see Michael Shannon mm-hmm. in it. I I did not know. That I'm wondering if the trailer is the right place for the audience to find something like that out. It's, it's awesome watching it in the trailer. But might the movie watching be more awesome by us finding out? Yeah, there? that would have been nice. I would think so. If you can like show explosions and stuff like that without showing Zod, that's that's a fair point. I think that would that would have been a little more impactful. I agree. I feel like nobody wants to hold their cards though in, in the trailers. They have to like show everything. Yeah, but it's to the detriment. Yeah, I know, I agree. When the trailer for Batman versus Superman came out, they showed Doomsday in it or something, you know, like yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. People said the same thing. Like, is this too much that you're sharing? And Zack Snyder said, no, that's just how much stuff is in the movie. And it was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely a mistake. It would have been more of a gut punch if we knew Doomsday wasn't in it at the end of that movie. If, you know, Doomsday right shouldn't away. have been in it. And he shouldn't have been <laughs> in it. That movie's but, awful. Yeah. But they they should have spread that movie out over like three or four films. But whatever. Dave Martha, Dave Martha. <laughs> why did you say that name? <laughs> well, speaking of Ben Affleck, why don't we get to Super Bowl commercials? Because one of the hot topics that we have for today, and he made an appearance in two Super Bowl commercials, but one was as himself. And technically, he wasn't in the snippet of the Flash trailer, right? I guess. We might have gotten his voice in the snippet, but not yeah. mm-hmm. visually. Well, nevertheless, there have been every year there are big Super Bowl commercials, and every year there are some that are good and some that aren't so good. And I did a running list. I pretty much just stuck to what did I like the most, and then the ones that I really didn't like. There were a, there were quite a few that I didn't like but i didn't dislike mm-hmm. but there were there were a few that i disliked and those are the ones that i have trey you want to go first for this i was at a friend's house so i had to take my notes yeah oh, there it is notebook oh yeah find that on amazon are we splitting this up in good versus bad like talk good first and let's bad, or talk vice versa? bad first all right this was somewhat an underwhelming commercial going experience both for the good and the bad agreed like it's there wasn't really anything outstanding the best commercials they saved till the end basically but bad commercials while i do have some that i listed they weren't like all-time awful yeah Um, yeah yeah that's true but one that i had on my bad list was serena williams the remy martin commercial interesting bad bad more because it's like what the hell is this for (laughs) 
and she's giving an inspirational speech. And then all of a sudden, Remy Martin. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. Like I had the same basic reaction, uh, whichever Super Bowl that was, where all of the crypto commercials came out, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. they had these long setups that had nothing to do with crypto. And then at the very end, they'd say crypto in different companies. So it's the it same basic thing with, with Serena and Remy Martin, where there's no connection. Mm -hmm. And so it made it uninteresting. <laughs> well, and I was the whole time I'm like, she's not known for playing a team sport. <laughs> and it was like, a, you know, I'm like, I mean, I know she played dual, but come on, she was an individual athlete. Why did she come in and pop up a team? Like that's which may have been why that delivered to me. Her delivery wasn't great. I've seen her yeah, act better she, in like everything else that I've ever seen her in. Interesting. She doesn't give pep talks. She gives pep talks to herself. <laughs> right. I saw her Fair. psyching herself up at the U.S. Open one year when I was still working in, in, at Tennis Channel. Mm -hmm. And she was just kind of piping, walking back and forth in that little tunnel just before you come out to the court. Mm -hmm. Just hyping herself up. And, you know, not out loud. Psyching <laughs> 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 herself up. Someday, someone is going to act like my father in a film, win an Oscar, but before he does, smack a man on television. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't put it on my dislike list, but it did make me shrug for the reasons you brought up. I think it's a fair it was, it was uh, the It was the team sport thing for me. I was like, because, and then I was like, also, is she doing the speech from Any Given Sunday? <laughs> well, I didn't pay close enough attention no, to that. I, to I need to it. see that movie again. I, yeah, I But I, I had an asterisk next to the next to this one because it wasn't bad, bad, but it was still like all the stuff that we're saying. Blue Moon was another one I put on the the bad list, more because it was possibly stupid on their part, the way <laughs> they executed it. Because the whole commercial is Miller Light versus Coors fighting each other for which one's best. And then at the very end, Blue Moon. So you just gave 28 seconds <laughs> to your rival. So I understand because I, I took a consumer marketing class in business school. So I actually do understand the concept of yeah, if positioning you're a lower tiered product, positioning yourself with the up product. Yeah, you're, you're establishing you know. yourself as like, in a way, it's like when Howard Stern started in radio and he'd make fun of Don Imus. So he could attach himself to the biggest name at the time right. in radio. Mm -hmm. But you probably want more than two seconds. Of exactly. They should have had it the whole time of a bunch of people arguing about that and then being immediately being like, oh, I'll just get a blue moon. Then. And then like it goes back to the back and forth between the, the other two. And then someone else is like, yeah, that looks good. I think I'd rather just have that. That would have been mm -hmm. a much better commercial. Yeah. What were the two beers that were fighting? Coors and Miller Lite. And they gave all of the taglines for Miller Lite and Coors. So it's like, I always wondered. blue. Blue Moon is part of this side. Blue Moon is actually owned by Coors. So, okay. so half yeah, of the there, commercial there, there, then there was, was still I know selling. a little bit about beer. So, yeah, I <laughs> I think maybe maybe that's why they were so predominant, but still it's like why are but you But Miller was here? equally as predominant as Coors. Well, that's probably commercial. that's probably why it's the 3 for 1 special then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doritos Jack Harlow is also on my bad list. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I don't get Jack Harlow. I liked him on SNL, but I haven't loved him in the trailer I saw for White Man Can't Jump. I was like, he looks like he's all right in it. I don't know. That's just, I, I don't want to. That, movie's when that movie comes not out. to be good. Yeah, I'm the great. blasphemy of it. I'm just, I. Let me see the original yeah. again. You guys know how I felt about White Man Can't Jump. I'm, yeah. on, I'm on the record. 
So yeah. <laughs> uh, the planners roast commercial was interesting from the standpoint of as a commercial, it didn't seem funny to me. But it makes me curious if I'm going to go online and watch the full roast, might that be funny? Like actually seeing it play out as a full mm -hmm. roast, but as well, a commercial, it wasn't, it didn't. Yeah, really it didn't hit. I mean, like I, I, I know that part of commercials is getting people to go to your website. I don't know yeah. if that one's going to make people go like, oh, they did a roast of the, the peanut guy. Let me go, <laughs> let me go see the planter's peanut guy get roasted. I don't know if it's worth that much. Right. Yeah. Now, the, these last two that I'm going to mention, they kind of have asterisks on them, too, because they've got people in it that I love, but the actual commercial execution just didn't grab me. And that's the two Pepsi Zero commercials, the one with still, Ben Stiller and the one with Steve Martin. You know, I, I think it's because, again, of the lack of connection to the product that I'm, I'm saying makes the commercial not great, because seeing Steve Martin and Ben Stiller do their thing is good if not great, hmm. but just, it didn't connect well for hmm. me. And then uh, the last one is my, I love Maya Rudolph. I loved her since Saturday night live, but Maya, Maya and Yaz or whatever they called it. And this is a chocolate dipped oysters or whatever it was. I mean, it just made I no sense. I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny. I don't know. It, I, didn't. I liked that one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, it didn't really land for me. So those are my bad commercials. And another one that's neither bad nor good, but a friend of mine made me laugh texting about it, is they had the commercial about Jesus. And, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. go to the website. Uh -huh. My friend texted, why would you spend millions on a commercial for Jesus? <laughs> Everyone knows who he is. <laughs> well, I think it was like, did Jesus <laughs> spend the money on this? Yeah, supposedly. <laughs> I, I do say you might actually want to spend that time kind of giving an actual PSA instead of just saying, Jesus, go to Jesus. this website. Jesus. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Well, for mine, I actually don't have any of those <laughs> that, I've, that I wrote down. But one mm -hmm. was the Cure Auto Insurance commercial. And now I'm actually forgetting the specifics of it. I just know I didn't like it. <laughs> do either of you remember the Cure? No, I don't even remember yeah, seeing I know the cure. it. It's Friday. I'm in love. <laughs> they have been doing cure auto insurance commercials during the Super Bowl for a while, but I just didn't care for that one. Another one I didn't like. I was not crazy about the Mick Ultra Caddyshack remake stuff. It was I at best, but I just I I wasn't feeling it. I and I liked Brian Cox. I don't think he was the right cast for that role like he wasn't funny in it he was just like sinister they didn't like, really seem to try to do a one-to-one -one, a full one-to-one -one, mm -hmm. like who he was supposed to be from the movie like obviously Tony Romo was Bill Murray right but other than that I don't know who was supposed to be who sure but he he still like yeah. Brian Cox still like pulled the club out and went like oh Billy 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 oh Billy Brian. and it just wasn't funny to me well yeah i just he doesn't i like i think brian cox is very funny but that's i don't judge smales it's just i don't think they really tried yeah. to have a plot i think it was just hey it's all hey. these famous people doing caddyshack we've got i'm all right <laughs> yeah i did not love it that one was was on my least favorite list and the other was the pizza hut commercial where they were like we're gonna make the world's largest pizza and they were showing them make it People were walking on parts where the, the pizza was going to be. Or it was like walking on the dough, maybe. And I'm like, no, thank you. I don't need that. 
I'm not gonna eat that part of the pizza. Does it does it also offend you because you're a fancy New York boy and like yeah, they have like it's like, like this is a New York pizza and you're like <laughs> you come down here you come to Joe's not, not on First Street not on First Street <laughs> you go to Combine no I borrow motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> no I was not a fan of uh, the feet I didn't notice that and now I can't stop thinking about it <laughs> they had so many people walking on I'm like no yeah this is awful guys well like this is a horrible idea. Actually, those are all the least favorites that I had. Mm. So I agreed with the Remy commercial. That wasn't great. Yeah. I had twice as many favorite commercials, but let's nice. go to your least favorite, Rob. My only had one, and it's just because it's too soon. But the U2 commercial had like this floating baby orb. And I'm just like, dude, we just shot down two things like floating orbs. When they had like the orb, I was like, oh, bad timing. Yeah. That, 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 let's oh. pop the brakes on. The friends yeah. I was sitting with said, was there another one? Oh, oh no, it's not that. <laughs> no, I was like, wow, this is. Yeah, I was like, and I'm like, are they, were they hoaxes? No, no, no. You two are just really tone deaf about the balloons. <laughs> So no, no, no shot to you two, but well, no, no, what I'll say is I had the same thought when they had that thing floating. I was like, I don't know, guys, maybe they should have reconsidered. But then when the baby face came out and was like, not baby yeah. face singing at the beginning of this, <laughs> I mean, the baby uh, said, yeah. I was just like, I don't know. That's then now it's creepy. It's yeah. Two layers yeah. Of creepy and unsettling here. But you two still my favorite band, and I'm excited about it. I know, they, I know. That's they were probably bad. just stuck. I mean, it, it happened yeah. too recently to yeah. pull the commercial out or redo it or anything. And they already like paid that, all so that money. Just, yeah. <laughs> How great would it have been if they just reshot something and said, "Hey guys, we had this really great concept. We we're gonna have mm-hmm. fear, mm-hmm. but then these objects started floating around that are unidentified. So we had to pull it at the last minute. Yeah. Uh, but what were your other least favorite, Rob? That was it. That was it. I mean, you guys mentioned the ones that I didn't like either. So, yeah. Well, I'll go with my favorites now, and then we'll go over your favorites, Rob. So, I think mine are probably pretty predictable. The Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, the Indiana Jones trailer. I guess you could say Flash trailer, too. I didn't write it down. Uh, I like the GMC commercial with Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell commercial. I also like the Popcorners commercial with uh breaking bad and mm-hmm. the t-mobile commercial just because uh, i you're talking about the one with john travolta <laughs> yeah the one with yeah but with, with eagles uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> um and uh, my last favorite was actually what trey put on his least favorite was the pepsi commercials i don't even like pepsi but i like ben stiller and i like steve martin i thought those were funny I didn't, it didn't jive with me either. I didn't mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. It's more just how they connected the premise to the product, it, yeah. which is it, to That's, say they did it not. They could have all. played it. They could have I played it up a that. little bit more. Or like, like, are they being sarcastic? They're not being sarcastic. They want you to buy this drink. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. like, no, you're both very right on that. I agree yeah. that they didn't connect it well. I always do find it a little dubious when they make the lead in the commercial using the product an idiot and it's like so you want to want us to say we're idiots we're using this now anything negative about the product seems unwise and in this case it's i don't know maybe we're just pretending to like it and like yeah well it's pepsi so of course you are 
Of course you would. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my favorite joke when you go into a restaurant and you're like, I'd like a Diet Coke. And they're like, is Diet Pepsi okay? And I'm like, is Monopoly money okay? <laughs> Our mom used to drink Pepsi all the time. Now she doesn't have any of that product in her house. Does she yeah. like Dr. Pepper? Well, I'm a, we're a Dr. Pepper family. More of the far side than her side. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah. but she's got uh, other sodas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And cheer wine. Like since we can only we get it when we're visiting. <laughs> yep. When I, had lunch with, when I had lunch with Jason, I got a cheer wine. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> we were both in South Carolina, had to do it. Trey, yeah. what were your favorites? Uh, so I actually didn't see the Guardians trailer. It must have happened before I got to my friend's house. But mm-hmm. I it was very trailers. early. Yeah, movie trailers in general. So indie flash, like you said, and Creed. Indiana Creed. Jones looks real good. Yeah. Yeah, it looks great. Return yeah. to perform. And Justina was so excited because she saw the woman in it and was like, wait, who's that? And I was like, Phoebe Waller Bridge. And we love Fleabag. And Justina was just rewatching it. And she was so excited. She did not know Phoebe Waller Bridge was in the movie. She was so excited. The scene that really got me, that made it really feel like Indiana Jones, was when he's looking down at her hanging out of the plane and he's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm here to save you. <laughs> yeah, of course he ends up saving her. Yeah, <laughs> it was like yeah, that classic. looks great. That looks. Yeah. But for me, like I wrote down things from earlier in the in the Super Bowl just because I was writing stuff down the whole yeah. game. Mm-hmm. But for me, the best stuff was in the second half and mostly late, like really mm-hmm. late, like mm-hmm. the T-Mobile that Jason yeah. mentioned. Yeah, uh, and of course the Breaking Bad Dorita, you know whatever that was, Breaking Bad commercial especially mm-hmm. to get Tuco back doing the tight 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 that was real funny that was funny. yeah <laughs> i wish they had um, done like a few versions of those and had like saul in it and stuff. But, yeah yeah i guess they only had the money and the, the availability of the actors to do the one but yeah. you know, that would have been nice to have it as a series i actually like the snoop sketchers commercial too it wasn't bad it wasn't yeah. bad i was fine with it i didn't yeah. like it enough to put it on the list and the uh, the Bud Light hold music, Miles Teller and his wife dancing to the hold music. I, I th- that one grew on me in the time span of that commercial because at first I was sort of like, so it's just them dancing, and it's like, oh yeah, but it is kind of funny that they're like so into the hold music, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dancing to it. That I, I did like, I, I ended up and it's that hold yeah, music like... that we all know and hate, but they kind of <laughs> made us enjoy it. It's kind of and a jam. Was, yeah, it's kind of a jam. There was also like the the flag football girl for oh, the, I I guess like it was that an NFL one. spot. Yeah. That yeah. was a pretty good spot. Now one, Yeah, that was one a of good the, one, yeah. Yeah. Now one of the better ones here that you all didn't get to see because I'm in Southern California and it was about the California lottery. That was actually one of the better commercials in the Super Bowl. But it was like they were shooting, you know how you when you're shooting, you're throwing your trash away and you're shooting your trash into the Kobe. They had it. Yeah. So they, they it was that premise. But they were like shooting at work, and so like b- bouncing it off of people's faces into the the <laughs> trash bin and stuff like that. I forget exactly how they connected yeah. it to the lottery, but it was pretty dirty. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I think you two would have liked it. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I wish you could have seen it. Yeah, but uh, oh, Duncan Affleck was yeah. early. Solid one. one, Bradley. That Cooper. was a solid one. That was a solid. Yeah. Bradley Cooper. That was a cute one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one actually, I can't tell if they were acting or if this actually the fact that they couldn't get a real commercial out of his mother, 
and, I and want, so they I were for have, real. I, that'd last. be kind of cool, like if that—that's what they went with. <laughs> yeah, and I think Clueless was cute. Yeah, I kept seeing the Clueless one, so I didn't almost didn't count it as a Super Bowl oh. commercial. <laughs> yeah, I showing before like I, video. I've been videos I've been watching on YouTube lately. Yeah, okay. I do not. I purposefully and my friends were the same way. We purposefully do not watch those Super Bowl commercials that get released on YouTube early because mm -hmm. it's like it's supposed to be the experience of watching it. Yeah. At the yeah. Super Bowl. Yep. <laughs> like, I think they're kind of killing shooting themselves in the foot a little bit doing that. Like, I understand why they're doing it. Just gonna... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forget why I wrote down the Google Pixel 7. Oh, is that the one where you can fix all of the. Yeah, mistakes? that was pretty funny. Actually, yeah, that was mm -hmm. pretty good. So I had that one written down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but that's my last of the good commercials okay the ones that were good enough to write down there were others that were solid but oh, okay didn't grab me and rob okay i liked the uber one commercial i thought that was I, pretty okay. good i almost wrote With that Diddy? one down i, I almost I, did yeah i don't um, know i it was so on the fence for me <laughs> i just i like i liked it i I didn't yeah. know which side to put it on. Like, or I mean, they had the what's the guy's name? What is love? Hadaway, 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 Hadaway yeah. in a commercial. I'm like, who was the one it. woman that was in it? The blonde woman. I love you always, forever. Wasn't that the song? Yeah, yeah that was yeah. the song. Yeah. I can't what's remember her name. name. I remember the song, but I don't know her name. I think they said they called her Donna, and I was like, Donna, who's Donna? Yeah, I think it's something like that. So I, I, I enjoyed the Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts commercial just because I also know how people are about duncan in boston so <laughs> it doesn't su surprise me he's in that commercial and j-lo um, i think the j-lo appearance also oh, really solidified that oh made it that was fantastic. this is what you do when you tell me you're at work all day <laughs> <laughs> she really i forget she's pretty funny i forget yeah. that she's funny and i really liked the there's a baby wedding where like the babies were getting married and stuff I don't know why, just like talking babies gets me. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was fine with that one. Though. I like that one, but I think I think that one just went a little too far in the babies being know. adults. Yeah, and it's and same with I like Danny McBride. I enjoyed, I just like oh, the down eight. Yeah. Yeah. But no, the number one preview I saw, the number one movie to see in 2023, two words that I never thought I'd want to hear together so much so is cocaine bear like feed it to my lungs and my heart in my veins i cannot wait to see that movie i don't believe you should ever do cocaine i just want to say that <laughs> yeah I, I don't know what to make of that movie it's so it's such a <laughs> it wild awful. movie based looks, on a true story that's the crazy part. A true story <laughs> it really kind of happened <laughs> yeah carrie russell's in it and i mean they've got some i mean obviously ice cube sons in it and like yeah uh O'Shea? yeah that, o'shea jackson o'shea jr. jackson jr that's right yeah so he yeah that movie looks I, I cannot wait to see that movie i can't believe samuel l jackson's not in it we don't know <laughs> we don't know we that's don't true know. maybe that's he true. plays the bear know. you know because that seems like the same reason why he did snakes on a plane is why he he should have done cocaine bear if he's he not in it, he should have. If he if he shows up the end, he's like, I'm sick. <laughs> this motherfucking bear Bears. on this oh, motherfucking, motherfucking cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> we should start that as. If we can make a t-shirt. Maybe if of we that. can do another snakes on the play campaign. 
I'm sick of these motherfucking bears. <laughs> <laughs> End of podcast. We got it, guys. <laughs> we got it. There it is. There it is, y'all. There it is. There, we can't. There tell. it is. We should probably talk about Rihanna, but like for real. <laughs> like, well, while we're here, I guess we're learning now that it's Rihanna, or did they still introduce her as Rihanna? Either way, thought they said Rihanna, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, people keep saying that they're Rihanna, Rihanna, wrong. I don't even know anymore. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah. Let's so call the she, whole thing. She's a queen. And she has the hits. She does. Yeah. <laughs> and her rep did confirm during the second half that Rihanna's pregnant. Yes, because that was the thing that was on the tip of people's tongue, but they were many were too afraid to say. <laughs> Some people may have said it and they got in trouble. So. <laughs> Yeah, Justina asked if she was because she rubbed her belly. And I was like, I should hang out with Justina more. (laughs) It's like, I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to. I started looking it up and I saw a bunch of people saying, I saw a bunch of women on Twitter saying, she's pregnant. She did that pregnant. So I was like, I'm not going to tweet anything. (laughs) I I was trying to go, I I don't do Twitter, but so I was just Googling during her performance. And I was just too early for the confirmation. They hadn't confirmed it. So they hadn't, yeah. It was interesting, but you know, cool that she did it pregnant. Okay, that's so awesome. that that's very awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll go first here. I thought this was a solid halftime show. She has a lot of anthemic songs, maybe more than I realized. And I feel like anthemic songs, big songs like that, mm-hmm. work best for halftime shows. You can't just have hits; they've got to be anthems. That's why Purple Rain was so great when Prince did it. That's why. U2 set did so well. It's I think to a certain degree, just because he embodies it himself, that's why Bruce Springsteen's set was so good. It's also why the weekend's halftime show was not so good, because he doesn't have anthems. He doesn't have big songs like that. Beyonce does. And Rihanna does. And mm-hmm. I felt like this was a very solid halftime show. I don't know but I would say it's necessarily better than Katy Perry's or Bruno Mars or Timberlake's or Beyonce's. And Beyonce's might be the best at all of those I just mentioned, but it's kind of hard, I think, at this point to have a bad halftime show if you have the music, Mm -hmm. just because most people are nailing it. It's sort of like a standard solid set and not necessarily like Prince's, where it's like so memorable. What a moment. You know, so that's a high, high, high bar. Yeah, but that's what separates the cream from the crop, right? Like, yeah, exactly. There is something that is separating Prince and you two as well from the others. And I think it's because they were memorable moments and that's top tier. And I feel like the others that I mentioned along with your honor is like second tier, which is still very good. But it it doesn't have that extra umph that makes it top tier as good as those two. Maybe they're a third. You could I don't know how many you put in the top tier. But I, I think quality wise, it's up there. But I just think there was still that little umph of wow, this was amazing. The energy of this was so great. I, I think mm-hmm. it lacked that kind of moment to put it in another category. But that's not to say it wasn't solid. That's not to say she didn't do her thing and. It's not to say that it was just okay. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it was 
a solid A, I guess. Maybe that's what second tier, the second tier, you have B plus or A halftime shows. Uh, it just wasn't A plus. Rob, you're the musician here. Uh, yes. what, what was your opinion of the set? I thought it was pretty good. My, I have a family member who texted another family member. That was the crudest, rudest. Like, well, it did start what? with bitch better have my money. It did. <laughs> I did was kind of surprised. No, but I other than that, I wouldn't call it crude. No, or anything. I, I mean, she made one hand movement that was a little like, but I don't know. She, I, I'm fine. I'm I'm cool with it. I'm down. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, I'm a hip, hip, hip hopping in, dude. No. I, yeah. No, I thought it was. Yeah. I, I didn't realize how many hits she had. One thing I was really impressed with that besides what Jason had mentioned was like she didn't have anybody guest with her. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It was her. Yeah. And yeah. I respect that a hell of a lot when somebody I does do. that. I do because they they have faith in their own like they they have faith in their own ability and they had enough confidence to tell them I'm not doing it with anybody else I'm doing yeah. this but myself. you know what I I was really expecting Shy Ronnie to come out <laughs> and perform it. <laughs> oh, how I, great I, would it have been I, if I it was on NBC until you said that and then I'm like <laughs> yes. If it was on NBC, a Shirani appearance Shai would have been great. Have I did kind of want because she did do two songs that have Jay Z on them, and Jay Z oh. was not there. <laughs> oh no! But she did do all of the lights, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, she's not gonna bring out Yee, is she? <laughs> That's that was my only part. I was like, <sighs> I got a little uncomfortable there. I was like, mm. "No, no, 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 no!" Because so I'm glad she she stuck to just her. Yeah. We didn't have to see Kanye on the, mm-hmm, the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. <laughs> it was on Fox, so there's always that possibility. True. True. Um, what did you feel about? Because there were obvious, there was a band there, but did you have an opinion on the band? Because I think no, I didn't hear me anything. I mean, they they, they kind of did a little bit, but like I don't know. I it kind of felt weird. Felt when more I saw backtrack. It. Then yeah, it felt way more band. backtracky, and so that's why I was kind of surprised. Like, and then when she got out the band, I thought maybe it was going to be like like a famous, you know, like a rock band or somebody, you know, like the Killers or so. You know, I'm just saying, like, I just thought maybe this is where the guest would come in, and we just didn't know about it. But it was no, it's just her band. No, I, you know, some of it I was like, man, sure looks like she's lip syncing some of this stuff, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think some of it was live, some of it was obviously she has a lot of background vocals that yeah. are you know tracks but like yeah i don't so it was good i was very impressed visually with it though so i thought the 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 concept was really cool and how they did it and how they executed the ending i thought that was pretty cool yeah Yeah. i thought you know just like being on those panels that were up in the air or whatever it made me think of squid game yeah (laughs) i thought that was cool we thought that those were like iPhones or something they were on. They did uh, kind of look like iPhones better at one. one point. Yeah. Well, Trey, what did you think? Much of what what you two said. Now, what, one thing I'll say before I get into the actual performance that kind of made me laugh a little bit is that teaser that they kept showing all first half where it's just Rihanna walking towards camera mm-hmm. and she had her hair. I, every time I saw that, I thought the Who's and Whoville because of her <laughs> hairstyle. I just like, I couldn't put my finger on it. But every time, because like like the top part of her hair was like hitting like a letter and something, and I'm like, it just yeah. can't stop staring at that piece of hair. Like it's it, it's very Whovillian. You're right. Yeah, and, and my friends were actually talking about is that going to be the hair she's wearing now? And then they noted, oh, this is a different hair for halftime, like when halftime started. So it was like hair was a topic 
yeah. in our Super Bowl mm-hmm. gathering. But yeah, I mean, other than that, it's pretty much what you all have already said. I thought it was a pretty, a really good Super Bowl performance. And, and just kind of comparing it to, to some from the past. I forget if I said this to both of you, if I just said it to Jason. But when Prince passed away, one of the first things I did was look at his Super Bowl performance on YouTube. Oh, yeah. And then it got me in the mood of looking at classic Super Bowls. And just in my mind, I thought, of course, Michael Jackson had to have been the second best Super Bowl of all time because Prince was clearly the first best Mm -hmm. for me. And so I looked up Michael's and I know I haven't rewatched it recently. I know that we kind of in email, we were sharing Mm -hmm. lists and rankings, but I haven't rewatched it recently. But when I rewatched it, when Prince passed, I was underwhelmed a little bit. I mean, there was a lot of I was the last time I saw it, too. Yeah. And I I don't know, just talking through it with my friends, I'm not sure if it's because that was kind of the first Super Bowl or one of the first Super Bowls that was like this. Exactly. So maybe it's that the cameras didn't capture it right, Mm -hmm. but it just felt very antiseptic to me. And while there was a lot of spectacle, it didn't feel like there was a disconnect somewhere. Mm -hmm. And and Rob, you were talking about Rihanna lip syncing. It was painfully obvious that Michael was lip syncing in that. And that's yeah. part of what created that disconnect. Whereas Rihanna, whichever song she was lip syncing or least, not. She may have been singing with the backtrack or just like singing. Yeah, then... I think she did some stuff live. I know she definitely did some she of that. She did some live. stuff live, yeah. Right. Yeah. Which Michael didn't do. And then anything that she didn't do live, it was a live version of it. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. still felt live, which yeah. isn't what Michael did. And so the reason why I'm doing this particular comparison is that, you know, while Rihanna didn't have the level of spectacle, I still felt like there is more of a connection to her performance. So from that standpoint, wherever I'd rank Michael, I I don't know how I'd rank all of the Super Bowls. Kind of think Rihanna's might be better. Yeah, I was thinking about, I don't know if it'll be as disgust of an image, but there's one part where I I think it's during Rude Boy. She comes up on a platform and there's like, 30 guys that are in that white costume mm-hmm. like she's like commanding all of them like they all kind of like back up from her and stuff it was like a really cool part like mm-hmm. and so i was like she's showing like the control that she had and i thought that was kind of cool mm-hmm. it was yeah. a really really cool shot from up top so mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. and i think oh, that's where maybe having yeah. less spectacle could have helped her a little bit whereas michael had more i mean if you have a really good stage you have the, the choreography, and like Jason said earlier, you have the music, you have the catalog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do a bad Super Bowl set then. Right, because they know how to produce it. That's the thing. Like, whoever is, they have different producers every year, of course. They know how to do this now. Like, the Michael Jackson thing was like, what, early 90s, mid 90s, something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, was a, it was a long time ago. In, a in an era where, the, yeah, but also in an era where they were more prone to do lip syncing because they couldn't really do live as well back then. Yeah, true. Always, but they also just setting up something like that, making it a this big thing, and producing it well was. They know how to do it now. Everyone knows how to yeah. do it now, and they know mm-hmm. how to just get a big stage. And and how do we top that? To me and. I don't necessarily love Katy Perry. I like Rihanna and Beyonce better. And I would put, in some ways, I, I would kind of put theirs above Katy Perry's. Certainly Beyonce's. But Katy Perry, when she was doing Roar, and fi- no, when she did Firework. Firework. It's Firework. That moment was something else. That it I was don't, beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't think, as far as a performance is concerned, 
and a production is concerned, I don't know that Rihanna's topped it, topped that moment. No, I don't think so. I think she I think got the, close. Being pregnant, I think, yeah. <laughs> being pregnant yeah. tops it. Yeah, well, I think right. that, yeah. I don't know that the performance necessarily yeah. does. But that last shot of her at the end was pretty good. Like, that mm-hmm. was kind of made me cool. think of made me think of Katy Perry's firework mm-hmm, at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was a very, that was a very cool last shot. I just wish it was happening as part of the performance. Um, yeah, it, it was yeah. just, no, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah but everyone's going to do their thing. You know, Lady Gaga did her thing. Hers was solid. I liked Madonna years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I just think they did their thing, but I would, you know, where I would rank it if I was ranking it, Madonna's would be lower on the list out of the ones that I think are are solid or, or good enough. Yeah. But um, at that time, it was like, oh, I see how they are producing this. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like you have to not have the songs to for it to be an okay performance. For yeah. Me. And and that's why I was like, you know, Coldplay was one where I was like, well, they obviously have they have big songs, but they're so mellow. Right. They're not really the anthem songs that like U2 has. Mm-hmm. And Weekend does not have any anthem songs. And so Ugh. those were weird performances. They didn't deliver. And same with Maroon 5. Maroon 5, I was disappointed with too. Yeah. Like, I, I know, they to rewatch like that because that's, and I don't, I don't dislike them. But I really like them. Have I do songs. like their songs and really like that they've got an identifiable sound. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I had I just have no memory of their Super Bowl and haven't rewatched it recently. Right, because it's not necessarily it, it memorable. It wasn't really. It was I? You know, yeah, just, it was okay, but it's just they don't have anthems. Yeah, like uh, this is why the Foo Fighters need. Yeah, I was good. thinking. I I've mean, been I don't saying know they, for ten years. Yeah, the they, Foo Fighters definitely need to do it. They've got enough hits, and like they they absolutely could crush it. I also think Pink should do it. I was thinking about Pink tonight. She actually. actually is legit, like really. I've seen a lot of her she performances. Do, yeah, they would do something. Where she, she would do like, like the track around. Around. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think she yeah, would. She be... would do a a visually stunning show with with amazing musicians. She's got singing a great live. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what are the anthemic songs though? Oh, she's got a bunch. I mean, well, I mean, you got like "Raise Your Glass." I mean, she has so many songs. She has ballads. Really... Okay. Yeah, I know that she lot, has a lot of hits. I just she has mean, a lot of hits. Does she like, have... Razor Glass is a pretty big one. Mm-hmm. So what? I'm still a rock star. That one's yeah. pretty popular. She could probably uh, start with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could also do the way you go talking. This or that. Just, <laughs> that was her first song. <laughs> that was her very first song. Like, I can't believe she's been around as many years as she's been around. That's, what, that's sometimes again, like, she's just like got that. so many songs. You know, it'd be really great as Kid Rock. Oh my gosh. That will yeah. probably happen at some point. But it'll be like uh, Kid Fox Rock and a few it. other people. Kid Rock and the Ghost of Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, wonder if uh, what else can we say about this? What, what should we say? Like, what was still our favorite? What was still our favorite halftime show? We all have the same one. Mm-hmm. One, of course, two, three. The Disney one. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. There it is. The truth there comes out. Well, thanks oh, for doing this, fellas. Hey, actually, you know what my favorite my favorite part of the game was? 
No, there's two favorite parts. One, when Jalen Hurts' stupid face fumbled the ball and they picked it up and scored a touchdown on him. Or at the end, when Jalen Hurts' stupid face when he tried to throw a Hail Mary and it didn't even make it. To like 20 yards short. It was like so short. It was so short. It was glorious. I don't like Jalen Hurts because he played for Alabama. So I, that is not, does not have anything to do with him personality-wise, nothing to do with that. I just hate Alabama and everything that that school stands for jalen sorry quest love but i yeah. had to pull for my homes yeah jalen hurts your heart right Ron? <laughs> yeah he sure he sure did hurt my heart in week two of our season when they just crushed the vikings so <laughs> so jason we've been guests on your podcast multiple times and what i have to say to that is bitch better have our money <laughs> yeah well i need it first <laughs> so, so I can distribute it. <laughs> well, I guess we have to make a t-shirt and also maybe we need to make the song longer because we had like two or three there it is is in there. <laughs> and, then, and then it just kept going. And I bet people were like, why in the world are they still talking after he said there it is? Well, that's just what happens when the of the show fellas get together. We are ridiculous. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at There It Is Pod and subscribe to our YouTube channel at There It Is. And follow me on Twitter at Jason Farr Jokes and Instagram at Jason Farr Picks. Also, subscribe to our comedy lifestyle newsletter and support us if you can. We have a Patreon and a PayPal. Go to thereitispod.com for newsletter and support info. Links in bio. We have a fun episode coming next week. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr. (laughs) 